going to be speaking on the topic all for love's sake he endured the cross all for love's sake he, he endured the cross so the very thing that made jesus to go through that painful process was because of the love he had for you and me hallelujah can we start our scripture reading from the book of genesis chapter 1 Verse 1 and 2 it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth Now the earth was formless and empty And darkness was over the surface of the deep And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters When you continue with Genesis chapter 1 the rest of the uh, verses from verse 3 going downwards God started to create creation The Bible records that God said let there be And that thing that he spoke came into existence God looked at it and said it is good he moved to the next one let there be it became he looked and said it is good when it came to genesis to, to verse 26 i believe this was the sixth day the bible said then god said let us make men in our image in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air over the livestock over all the earth and every creature that moves, moves along the ground. So God spoke other things into existence. But when it came to men, he had a discussion with the whole trinity of God. And he said, wait a minute. Something that is shorting. Something is missing. Let Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God said, let us make men in our image, in our likeness so that they can rule just like we are ruling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe it was God the Father God the Holy Spirit God Jesus the Son, they created men in their image and in their likeness so Jesus was there from the beginning John testifies about this also in John chapter 1 and this is what he says John chapter 1 
In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So many words for just saying in the beginning was the word. I believe John wanted us to understand and really get it into our, our minds that he was there from the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanted us to read the rest of the uh, the couple of, uh, the other verses but we we'll leave it at that. So the point that I want to make is Jesus was there from the beginning. And he is God himself. He has the whole deity of God or the the godness in him. He is God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God and man had this beautiful relationship made in the image of God, fellowshipping together in the garden. And then sin entered. Man was separated from God. And throughout, throughout the whole uh, uh, Bible, we see God trying to reconcile man back to himself. But today we want to talk, we are talking this weekend about the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice that was made once and for all to bring to fruition that reconciliation between God and man. So when Christ came to the world to become that sacrifice, it is written in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5, that another discussion ensued. Remember there was a discussion earlier on let us make men in our image, in our likeness. And then this man who was made in the image of God and in the likeness of men, of, of God, the relationship was destroyed between God and man. God goes back to that meeting, that discussion, the original plan. And says, wait a minute, there's a problem here. That which we created and was beautiful. Now it is no longer resembling the purpose we intended. And the writer of Hebrews writes as follows. He says, in Hebrews 10 verse, 5, 10 verse 5. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, this is Christ. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings. You were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, being God Himself, took that uh, 
he, he forsake he forsook that position of authority and of godness that he had and decided to come and be that sacrifice or rather volunteered or agreed to come and be that sacrifice hallelujah hallelujah and we see throughout the scriptures it is prophesied and it is spoken about Jesus coming to die for the sins of the world. Paul even writes about this. In Philippians 2 verse 6. Philippians 2 verse 6 to 8. Can somebody read for us? Philippians 2 verse 6 to 8. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus did not uh, uh, consider equality to, with God something to be grasped. He made himself nothing. And he came here on earth to live as men uh, as humans just like me and you. Not only did he come to live as men amongst men but he came and humbled himself being obedient even to the point of death not just any kind of death but the most despised way of dying death on the cross Jesus who was God himself the one who was part of the creation the creation of man from the beginning he, he forsook all that came with that stature or that position of being God himself came down to earth be amongst men be humiliated out of obedience and died the lowly death on the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We also see in the book of Isaiah about Jesus being prophesied the sufferings that he was going to, uh, uh, to undergo. That he will be bruised he will be crushed he will be pierced and, and Isaiah says the kind of suffering that he will undergo there will be no beauty in him yet Jesus went ahead and said here I am Lord I will go and die for them John spoke about him even before his ministry began. Remember John came before Christ. He speaks of him in John 1 verse 29. He says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hallelujah. So from the beginning it was known the purpose that Christ was here on earth for that he came 
to die for the sins of the world. Not only was it prophesied, not only was it told about him, not only was it written about him, but even Jesus himself, when he was with his disciples, he knew and he considered the purpose that he was here on earth. All the miracles he performed did not distract him. When he saw the blinded eyes being open, it did not change the purpose. When he saw the lame walk, it did not change the purpose. He still spoke about the death that he was going to die. Hallelujah. 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 Can we read Mark chapter 10? Verse 32 to 34. 32 to 34. Uh, somebody can read for Hallelujah. 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 Siyenyuka siya e Yerusalemu. Apo unyana omtu. Aya kunikelwa kona. Kubabingelele abazi nchoko. Na abazi mteto. Baya kumkwebele ukufa. Bami nikele kwa abazi mzini. Hallelujah. And verse 34. Bona ke baya kumenza inlekisa. Bami chitele. Bami kaze. Bami Amen. I think it's something else when others prophesy about the type of death that he's going to die. But for him to tell how he's going to die and even go into the details. And still he went ahead he knew exactly how it was going to happen. He says that they were going to they are going to mock him. They will spit on him. They will flog him. They will kill him. Yet on the third day, he will rise again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all of this 
was voluntary. He, he did it out of himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 10 verse 17 to 18. John 10 17 to 18. You know when when a child has done wrong and they know and they know that there's punishment that awaits them. When the parent comes you'll just see the child smiling at you. Sometimes even when you're coming home maybe you brought groceries they'll be the first ones to volunteer to come and help you carry the bag. They might even offer to wash the dishes that day just to make sure that it's like they sweet talk you. Hoping that they are good deeds will move the punishment away. But with Jesus, as he was performing all the good deeds that he was doing, he did not have that attitude of thinking that maybe the father will see that I'm representing him well. And this big task maybe might be moved away. But he still pressed on. Amen. That, that was just the by the way I thought of it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, John 10 verse 17. It says, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus did this voluntarily. He is the one who laid down his life. Nobody took it away from him. He laid it down himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see in the scriptures how Jesus always knew the purpose that he was here on earth for. He knew even the details of his death. He knew the weight and the intensity of his death. He knew the pain of the cross. He knew the sufferings that he was to go into. The night that he was going to be betrayed. He went with his disciples to a secluded place. They went to the Garden of Gethsemane to go and pray. I believe a lot of emotions were starting to rise up within him. One man of God once preached and said, 
that Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. He felt every pain yet he was still able to heal every pain. That is why the Bible speaks of him and says we have a high priest who is able to sympathize with us in our suffering because he himself also suffered. He was 100% man and he was 100% God. The night he was going to be betrayed, I believe a lot of emotions started to well up inside of him. That is why he decided to call his disciples and said, let's go in heaven all night prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They went to the garden of Gethsemane. Let's read Mark chapter 14. Uh, we'll read verse 32 to 36. 32 to 36. It says, they went to a place called Gethsemane. Okay. They went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his, his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, John, along, and John along with him and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. Verse 34. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said to them, stay here and keep watch. Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed. This is what he said. What? He prayed that if it is possible, the hour might pass from him. He cried out saying, Abba, Father. Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. Keka lo kubafika kumisachano kamali ketsemani. Wazawiesu wati kubafundi bake. Salane apangeli tanti tanda zayo. Waamba no Petros no Yakobi no Yohane. Wazawanga enwa luvalo. Watanda teka kakulu. Wati kubo. Ntizio ya mibu shungu, ukufa, ilikazi, salani apa nilindi. E ambele pambilu mkanyana ke, wawa emshabeni, watandazela ukuba londebe, ikaka, ijule kuye, ukuba unokwenzeka. Waesiti ke, bawo, wena ukutakwa, akutakwa into, isuse kumle nshungu, noko ke makungabi kukutanda, makungabi kutandwa ndimu, makube kukutandwa kwa ako. Wafika ke wabafumana abo bafundi belele wati kupetros Simon ulele. Obunge na kulinda na okwe lituchana. Linda ani nitandaze. Okuze linga ngeni okwe ndweni. Umoya wono okunene unentumakelelo. Ke wono umzimba ubutataka. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So Jesus felt all the emotions that came with the preparation 
of the type of death that he was going to die. The Bible says that he was deeply distressed. He did not even hide it from his disciples. He did not think they cannot see me being weak. I need to be strong for them. He even and said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. The Bible says even when he went to pray, he threw himself on the ground and prayed and said, Abba, Father, let this cup pass me by. But then he remembered that not my will but your will be done. What was the will of God? That me and you be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he looked at what the end result was compared to the pain that he felt he said let your will be done O God. Luke writes about this prayer that Jesus made. In Luke chapter 22 verse 41. Yes, from 41 to 44. When, when I was preparing for this message, I was reading the different Gospels, trying to see how each one recorded these events. It was amazing how Mark wrote about certain aspects. Matthew wrote about other aspects. Luke put a, more, a bit more detail. And then John also summarized. But I think the, the, the theologians will correct me, but I think John was a bit biased. In, in his writing, he, he, he will write and say the disciple who Jesus loved. But I, I felt like, okay, we can take these gospels and put them alongside each other. And I don't know, maybe it's the teacher it'd be. I like to do parallels and you know compare these things. But it, it's just beautiful how they, they each express uh, uh, the, the, the sufferings of Christ based on what they witnessed. It is painful but it's beautifully written. Amen. I Hallelujah. hope you understand. So, the very portion of scripture that we read in Mark, listen to what Luke says from verse 41, Luke 22. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, Mark said he threw himself down, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Wasuga kubo, wati kelele, wakuta ngamatolo watanda za esiti. Bawo, ukubwa uyavuma Yesuse kumle nchungu. Noko ke makungabi kukutandwa ndimu, makube kukutandwa nguwe, okwenze kayo. Ke kwa bonakala isitunya kuye sivela ezulimi, simomeleza. Etanda tekile kakulu Yesu, kwa bakukona atanda za ngenyameko. Kwata ukuli, ukubila kwa 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 ngati nga matonzi ekazi, esiwa emshabeni. Hallelujah. Amen. He prayed with such earnestness. Watandaza ngitunge kenga haka. Such that his sweat. Ukutu ukubila kwa ke. Started to fall down on the ground. Kwa kala kwa wa emshabeni. Like drops of blood. Ngati nga matonzi ekazi. A lot of times I've heard it being said that Jesus prayed so hard that he started to sweat blood. But when I read this, 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 this time, I realized that no, the sweat was not blood. But it says that his sweat started to drop like drops of blood. Let's just think about this. I don't sweat a lot, but I'm sweating right now. So, <laughs> when a person sweats, you'll start to see the face being wet. You start seeing and you see there's They can take a tissue or a cloth and wipe. Maybe even the body, the, the throat will start to be a bit moist. And the sweat, it, it sort of it 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 just it 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 thing it, it drips it it flows like along the skin. Sweat is like water. When you I, and I believe the consistency or chemists and engineers and people who did the viscosity and of, of water. I think it's different from blood. Blood is heavier. You've you've heard the saying, blood is thicker than water. So even if blood was going to drip and sweat or water was going to drip, they would make a different sound as they drop. So a person's sweat can never drop and have the same impact as bloodwood. I believe everything that is recorded in the Bible, there's a purpose why it had to be written. It was not to confuse us. Like now we have some saying he was sweating blood, others are saying he, he was you know? The idea was not to bring confusion. But it was to show how intense Jesus' prayer was. He prayed with such great earnestness that his sweat 
was falling down like drops of blood. It's unimaginable. But I think all of that came from the emotions that were welling up from inside of him. But even in the midst of that, he still pursued the will of the Father. Because he knew that at the end, man will be reconciled back to God. He was driven by the love that he had for men that he created in the beginning so that he can have continuous fellowship with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as he continued speaking with his disciples about his death, at some point, Peter wanted to be defensive and said no but this cannot happen instead of Jesus saying that's good at least I have people who are defending me he rebuked him and said get thee behind me Satan for you do not know the purpose for this way he was steadfast and focused on the price that was at the end can we read Matthew 26, verse 50 to 54? Somebody can read for us. Matthew Matthew uh, it's twenty six, verse fifty-two, It's here about the Lord. It's in the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you can go to my elder Melapi after the service. Hallelujah. Basonda like a bamba, yes. Wasuka omnyawabo, babendo yes. Wahola ele. Wabatabela. Wakabela isitaka sombingelele umkulu. Wasingumla indebe. Wazawiesu watikuye. Libuisele endaweni yalo ikele lako. Bonke abasebenzi sa ikele. Baya kuchabalala nge ikele. Ngaba, ngaba uba andinako kukunkela ubao. Aze kwa ngoku andi kupele ama waka waka. Ezi tunya zezulu. Ezi imi kose. Enga pezi kwe shume enambini. 54. Bezi no kutini kengoko izipalu ukunga zaliseki zona ezi ziti kumele ukuba kubenje. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus says to 
one of his disciples who comes to his defense i mean these people loved jesus they walked with him he 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 made he took them from being fishes to be fishers of men. He taught them a lot. They spent a lot of time together. Every time when he would prophesy about his death, he would not sit well with them. Even on the night when he was being arrested, they were very furious to a point that one of them even took out a sword and cut off a man's ear. Because they could not take the the thought of Jesus being taken away from them. And Jesus in his response, he says, don't you know that I can call my father and at once he can send a legion, 12 legions of angels to come to my rescue. So basically he was saying, any moment now, if I wanted to stop all of this, all I need to do is say a word. And it will come to an end. But he remembered the purpose. He said, but how will this how then would the scriptures be fulfilled? That day it must happen this way. So it had to happen that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In all these things, Jesus focused on the will of the Father. Saints, he was arrested like a criminal. They brought him before the courts without a lawyer or an attorney, they hurled insults at him, saying, you call yourself the son of God. If that is so, call your father so that he can rescue you. They spat on him, just like he prophesied. They hit him with fists. At some point, they blindfolded him and they hit him and said, because we're now you, are, you said you are the son of God, prophesy and tell us who hit you. Such ridicule. Imagine being made fun of. They tore his clothes, tore it into pieces, and they were casting lots, and others were winning some of his clothes from, from, uh, from casting lots. They made a crown of thorns and stuck it on his head, saying that, yeah, you say you are the king of the Jews. Here is your crown. They took a robe and put it over him, ridiculing him and mocking him over and over and over. What a painful thing to go through. An innocent man who had done no wrong, the very son of God who came down on earth innocent as he was, being ridiculed like that, being mocked like that. They said to him, 
If you are the Christ, save yourselves. But Jesus, in the midst of all of that, he said no word at him. He kept quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They made him carry a very heavy cross made of wood all the way to Golgotha. Can we read Mark 15? All because he had you and me in mind. He still pursued the cross. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 15, we'll read from verse 21 until Mark Mark chapter 15. Mark 15:21. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> A certain man from Cyrene, Simon the father of Alexandra and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not not take it. And they crucified him, dividing up his clothes. They cast lots to see what each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. In, in the Amplified Bible and other version, Amplified Bible, they version. say the third hour is around 9 a.m. in the uh, morning. So in the third hour when they crucified him, when they hung him on the cross, the written notice of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. How can a person be charged for being the king of the Jews? They crucified him together with two robbers one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by held insults at him. So not only was it enough to have the, 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 the soldiers insulting him and beating him, but even when he hung on the cross, those who were passing by, they still held insults at him. They were saying, so you, so you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him amongst themselves. So the soldiers, they mocked him. The people who were passing by mocked him. Even the priests, they were mocking him. And they were saying, he saved others, they say. He can't even save himself. Let this Christ, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also held insults on him. Remember the two robbers that were crucified with him. The other one was saying, 
Why don't you save yourself and save us also? The other one was saying well, it said to the, this 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 first one and he said keep quiet. Isn't it better that we are being crucified for the sins that we did? This man is being crucified for doing nothing wrong. Little did they know that the death of Jesus was a substitute for all men for their sins to be forgiven. So Jesus, when he hung on the cross, all the sins of men was upon him. The Bible says he himself became sin. The one who had not committed sin became sin on the cross. As he hung there on the cross, all the evil that the world did was upon him. The body that was put on that cross was the sin of every human being. The Bible says at the sixth hour, this is around midday, he is still hung on the cross. Three hours later, the Bible says darkness came over the whole land for three long hours until the ninth hour. So from 9am until 12 midday he was hung on the cross beaten insulted mocked and from midday until three in the afternoon, the whole earth was filled with darkness. And at 3 p.m., the ninth hour, the Bible says that Jesus cried out with a loud voice. And he said, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is Jesus that when he walked here on earth, before he would perform miracles, he would look to heaven and say, Father, I know that you hear me. And this is to the, to bring you glory. This is Jesus who used to go to a secluded space and go and fellowship with the Father where he would get his strength from praying to the Father, communing with the Father, and would come back and perform many miracles. But at this ninth hour, he is calling out to the Father and saying, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Sin had separated him from his father. Hallelujah. Can we just remember Adam in the garden of Eden? After God had created man in his image and his likeness, God said to man that rule over all that is on the face of the earth. It was beautiful. God said to him, 
Genesis 1 verse 19. Genesis 1:19. The Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. Hallelujah. God enjoyed Adam's presence. He would come down to the garden and bring these animals and present them before Adam and say, I gave you dominion. I gave you a, a lordship. Here's an animal. Give it a name. And I can picture Adam going around looking at the animal. And he will say, Lion. The Bible says, and that would be his name. The Bible says that in the cool of the day, God will come down to the garden and fellowship with men. They had a wonderful time together. But then when the serpent came and deceived men, after men ate of the fruit, and he realized that he had sinned before God, he was ashamed and hid from God. And the Bible says that when God came in Genesis 3 verse 8, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called out to man, asking, Adam, where are you? At Adam, Ugupina. Sin had separated Adam with God. We see that happening on the cross of Calvary. Because of sin, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and God were separated. Now on the cross of Calvary, the sin that was upon Jesus separated him from God. That is why he called out in the ninth hour and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God can never be connected with sin. God and sin do not mix. What a painful moment it must have been for him to look at the son that he once said of him that this is my son the one whom I love look at him today he is he separated from him and the son calls out with a loud voice my father my father why have you forsaken me hallelujah because of the sin of the world that was upon him it separated him from God hallelujah hallelujah the Bible continues in the book of Mark chapter 15. That when some of them, those who were standing there, heard this, they said, listen, listen, he's calling Elijah. One man ran and filled a sponge with wine and put it on a stick and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his, lives, his last. Hallelujah. I believe in the other Gospels, it says that, that he said, Father, into your 
Hence, I give my my life. And he said, it is finished. Then he breathed his last. His body was pierced for our sins. The punishment for our sins was paid for. The blood was shed. The sacrifice was offered. Jesus died for the sins of the world. He endured that cross for the sake of you and me. Beloved, we do not need to go and die that death on the cross. Because this was the final sacrifice. What the blood of bulls and rams could not do. Jesus being the Lamb of God without blemish was able to pay for this price. He purchased men for our salvation. Price fully paid. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. All sins forgiven. Not to be remembered anymore. Can somebody read Hebrews 12 verse 2 to 3? Another one will read John 15 verse 13. Another one, First John 3.16. Another one, 1 John 4 verse 9 to 10. John 4 9 to 10. And then John 3.16. Not John 3, verse 16. Hebrews. Amen. The Bible says he endured the cross. The word endure means to suffer something painful or difficult. To suffer something painful patiently. He died a painful death on the cross. His body hung on the cross for six long hours. Separated from God. Mocked by all who were standing by. Insulted by all those who looked at him. John 15 verse 13. John 15 verse 13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No greater love can ever be found than the love that Jesus displayed. He laid down his life for you and me. 1 John 4 verse 9 to 10.
Amen. Hallelujah. This is love, beloved. That God did not spare his own son. But he sent him to come and die for us. The sufferings that Christ went through the cross was all driven by love. John 3 verse 16. John 3 verse 16. <laughs> Amen. That's a Sunday school teacher right there. Yeah, Sunday school teacher. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God was moved by love as a light. He loved us so much. You know, I cannot get over this love. We did nothing to deserve it. Actually, we did all that we could not to deserve it. But he still showed us this love. We reject John when he speaks of him. He says, he, he came to his own. But his own rejected him. But he still went on and died for them on the cross. While he was on the cross, his own insulted him, mocked him, not knowing that he is standing there on the cross in your place. It could have been you dying for yourself. But he chose to take that position just because he loved you. And that love you did not deserve it. But he still showed it. Romans 8, 5 verse 8. Sure. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is God demonstrating his love for us. Not when we were good. Not when we were righteous. But when we were deep, 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 deep in sin. He showed us his love by giving us Jesus to die a painful, gruesome death. Just think about it. A sinner who rejected God and then God brought his son to die for this sinner. A painful death. And the sinner is still mocking the one who's going through that very painful death. But God calls that picture a demonstration of love. All for love's sake. He endured the cross. All for the love that he had for you and me. He endured the cross. I want to close by reading uh, the lyrics of a song. 
ngifuna uvala ngokufunda ukuthizwe kulapha kulengoma if i had a voice but because I want you to come tomorrow to church and not stay at home because your ears are I will just read the lyrics this is a song written by C.C. Winans titled It Wasn't Easy it says don't think for a moment I never felt the pain You can't imagine the hurt and the shame. They put the nails through my hands, pierced my side. Please understand, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. I didn't have to do it, but I did it anyway because I really love you. So much I took your place. I died for your sins. Yes, I'm the one. Don't take it lightly what I've done. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Hallelujah. Don't think for a moment I never felt the pain. You can't imagine the hurt and the shame. They put the nails through my hands. Here's my side, please. Uh-